This is the Sleeper Hold Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Sleeper Hole Podcast, where there's no disqualification on the topics and falls count anywhere. I am your host, Priest, and once again, we have the Prediction Panel Show. This time it is for 2016 WWE Fastlane, and I've got myself three guests that I think are going to be awesome for this. First of all, let me welcome back the analyst, Robbie Leach. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, I am back. The analyst, the best commentator in PWA, right here live on the Sleeper Hold podcast. Man, get that ego any bigger. We may not have room here, dude. <laughs> now, also we have with us is one of the main security people. He also helps us set things for PWA. He is Eric Rowe. How are we doing? And last but not least, this is a good guy that I've kind of bantered back and forth with before for good funds. But he's an awesome wrestler, and he definitely has the patriotic spirit. We're talking about All-American, Brent Dunn. That's right, Priest. The All-American is here. Uh, got a couple uh, hours this afternoon before I head to Jacksonville, Illinois, uh, with the PWA tonight uh, for Saturday Night Carnage at Bogarts. Yeah, I hear it's going to be a good one. Unfortunately, I'm not going to be able to make it. Wife and I had a little bit of agreement. Today's her girl's night, so she gets the car, and I get the pay-per-view tomorrow. So I'm not going to complain. So, first of all, <laughs> this whole prediction thing, we're going to have a lot of fun with Fastlane. The last two we've had have been pretty fun. But I want to first off talk about a non-match, and that's the Cutting Edge Peep Show, where we have Edge and Christian and their guest, The New Day. I want to see what you guys feel about this, think about this, whatever. Not really going to work on my predictions on this one, just a quick little chit-chat. Let's start first off with Eric. How do you feel about all this? Well, I mean, you know, I don't really know how I feel about it because, honestly, it, it feels like ever since Edge retired and ever since Christian, I guess, kind of retired, I don't know, it just, he just kind of went off the map there because, uh, you know, he got done writing Edge's coattails. Um I, I, I just I feel like they had to they they morphed the two shows so that way Christian was still relevant and so Edge had something to do besides for his ridiculous TV show that's about to come on the network. I'm looking um, forward to that personally. I mean, it does look funny, but at the same point, it's like uh, why can't Edge just do something else? I don't know. Yeah, I guess he's got to stay in the funny zone. I don't know. I, I guess the new day and Edge and Christian is I, now that I think about it, it'll probably be pretty funny. Um, I don't know. It, it, if it's not complete, it'll be fun. Okay, and what about for you, Brent? You know, count me as one of the people when the New Day showed up who did not think that they would carry any cachet into the WWE. So the All-American has been wrong. Um, 
the night they first won the tag team belts, uh, I was actually catching the, the show with another PWA superstar, Roscoe. And the words came out of my mouth that if the New Day won the belts that night, I would eat my hat. Um, luckily, I wasn't wearing a hat. Uh, you know, I've been I've been super impressed with what they've done in the WWE. I, I mean, you think about the five personalities you're going to have uh, in one place. Um, I think this is probably going to be super entertaining. I, I, I can't wait. Yeah, I kind of agree with that there on that whole situation. Robbie, what do you feel about this? All right, so I think they're going to pull off something great. All right, but first I have – I kind of – and the reason I say kind of agree with Brent is because the New Day, of course, they are good in-ring performers. But what the heck is this going on TV? They're gyrating. This is – this is a PG show, and they're going on here doing moves that you would see. I can't say where, but <laughs> anyway, so they are great in-ring performers. And what I think they're going to do, Edge and Christian are going to call out a new, another pair of great in-ring performers, and that is Enzo Amore and Big Cass to challenge the New Day for the Tag Team Championship. <laughs> You always have a curveball, I'm telling you. That's bold. Bold prediction yeah. right there. My whole thing is I'm not expecting anything spectacular or amazing. I mean, like you said, Brent, there's five great personalities there. I didn't think anything major of the New Day. I still am indifferent about them. They're three great, talented individuals. Individuals. I'm still having a hard time wrapping around them as a comedic tag team with the whole unicorn and booty jokes and everything else. I, I can't get around that. But I've always been a big fan of Edge, so I'm expecting something comical at the expense of the New Day. Just like when uh, Chris Jericho came back and made a comment about the unicorn hats. Moving forward, though, let's get to the actual nitty-gritty. Let's get to the matches. First one I want to talk about is the U.S. title, two out of three falls, Alberto Del Rio versus Kalisto. And since we're talking about the U.S. title, let's let the big guy of the USA, Brent Dunn, start it off. What do you think? Oh, wow. This is a pretty late announced match. Um, you know, I – was it the last pay-per-view that I watched uh, Kalisto's match and wasn't very impressed? Uh, I, I – I saw that. I saw a lot of things that, that just didn't go smoothly. Um, I don't know if this is the time where they, they pass the torch to someone with a little more experience, um, even though he was maybe out of good graces for a little while. Um, I think every time Del Rio gets in, you see a great match. Um, I think it still allows uh, – uh, well, it, it allows for the same thing it did for Rusev. When you've got a guy uh, who's definitely not uh, from the U.S., who carries the U.S. title? Um, that's kind of a cool thing, and and everybody can get all worked up about that. I I think Del Rio, um, uh, I think it'll go the three falls. It, it does build good heat when that happens. Yeah. Um, analyst Robbie Leach, what do you think? All right, I think one. I think it's a shame that this match is the pre-show match. It's Kalisto, a great performer. Alberto Del Rio, a great performer. And they put it on the pre-show, especially with the, whatever it's called, the match type of two out of three falls. And um, what I think is going to happen, 
Kalisto is going to take home the win here, two to one, to Alberto Del Rio. And basically, your winner is going to be Kalisto, and he's still going to be the U.S. champion going in to WrestleMania. All right. Eric, where do you stand? Well, I mean, we're kind of forgetting about a, a couple factors here, guys. Because, yes, it is two out of three falls, and, yes, it is on the pre-show, so they might not get this crazy into it. But seeing as how it is two out of three falls, I think Kalisto will probably get the first cover uh, or the first fall. Uh, Del Rio will probably get the second fall. And I, I'm i just saying this. We're forgetting about the League of Nations. And I, I, I am kind of thinking that Rusev is still injured, or was it Barrett? It's Barrett. Was it Barrett? Okay, well, Barrett's still injured. I think Sheamus is still injured. No, uh, Sheamus uh, came back. Did he? Okay, well, I to, to clarify, I haven't been able to watch Raw or SmackDown for probably a good couple months now, so I'm a little out of the loop. But either way it goes here, Kalisto gets first fall. Del Rio gets second fall. League of Nations comes out, beats the living hell out of Kalisto. Sin Cara comes out, blah, blah, blah. And then that just kind of leads up into another rivalry for probably Mania, where we don't get another United States title match for Mania. But uh, it's probably going to be Kalisto by disqualification. See, I kind of agree with you there, because you're kind of on the same path as me. I'm seeing it where I like Kalisto, first of all. Kalisto is awesome. I always love luchadors and little guys because, well, that was me when I was younger. I was one of the little guys. And I was fascinated with what they did. But Del Rio, Del Rio sorry, has a lot of great talent. He's really great. But the thing I have against him is that he keeps trying to unmask Kalisto. That's always been a big thing that ticks me off. However, breaking it down, Kalisto's probably going to get the first win. Del Rio's going to get the second win. We're going to have partial League of Nations come out, Kalisto come out, big old cluster mess. And we've all seen it, even with the independent shows. It's a big old cluster brawl all around the ring. Referee can't keep track of Jack. And next thing you know, Del Rio's going to get the win. I do think there's going to be a feud for WrestleMania instead of a WWE United States Championship match. But I think Del Rio's going to steal it. As much as I hate to say it, I think it's going to happen. So, moving from there, let's go to the ladies real quick. Mm. We've got two girls who came from NXT, Becky Lynch and Sasha Banks. They've been allies. They've been enemies. They're now kind of allies with a common enemy out of Naomi and Tamina. Robbie, what do you feel about this one? I feel that um, Becky Lynch and Sasha Banks are going to be able to put aside their differences that they've had over the past couple of weeks. Because, you know, I believe it was this past Thursday on SmackDown, something happened to Sasha or Becky. And Sasha just walked out on Becky Lynch. After Becky Lynch came out to make the save from being beat down by Team Bat, what I think is going to happen is they're going to be able, just for this match, to be able to put put their differences beside themselves and just take out Team Bat with all that they've got. And it's going to be a great match. All right. Brent, what do you feel about this? Um, so I've been a little bit busy uh, training and things and, and, and at, at events, but we we have a singles match here now. Is that right? Um, is that what's going this on here? Tag. 
Becky and Sasha versus Naomi and Tamina. Becky and Naomi Tamina, right? Okay. Yep. Okay. So I think what everybody would rather see was the uh, was well, I guess I think what everybody wants to see down the road is is uh, uh, a triple threat. You know, maybe Charlotte, Sasha, Becky. Um, so I, I don't know. I think here, I think Sasha and Becky take care of this business without without any trouble. Um, and, and if I were building the Rumble, that's what I'd do. The, I'm sorry. Yeah, if I were building the uh, uh, WrestleMania, that's what I'd do. Um, and, you know, I don't think we'll – looking at the whole event as a whole, it's fast lane. You know, um, I went out on a limb there with that pre-show prediction, but we may, may not see a lot of things too crazy happen here. You know, we're just yeah. leading up, right? So um, some people would say this is kind of the throwaway pay-per-view. Some pretty good booked matches, but you know they don't try to swerve people too much in February. You know, no, Fe- February is more of the easing up type thing <laughs> where they're just letting things simmer. Sure, uh, Eric, go ahead. Well, I mean, it, it's hard to not talk about the fact that Becky and Sasha are over as hell. Oh um, yeah, I mean Naomi and Tamina. I mean, I. Uh, the whole I, I still think the only reason they even put Sasha with those two to begin with was to just get Naomi and Tamina over a little bit more. But it didn't help during the matches when everyone was still chanting for Sasha Banks. Um to be honest, uh Sasha and Becky are gonna take the are gonna take it no matter what. And going off of what about uh a triple threat. See, I don't think it's going to be a triple threat. I think it's going to be a fatal four-way with Bailey, Becky, Sasha, and Charlotte. Because that for Mania would be best for business. And I'm sorry, but if uh, Bailey... I take, go on to NXT really quick. And I don't want to take too long here. But if Bailey and Asuka go against each other for the women's title, there's no way Bailey's walking out of that. Huh. Interesting analogy. I like the thought there, though, of the four horsewomen in a fatal four at WrestleMania. I didn't think about that. That's pretty clever. Personally, for me, I'm going to side with everybody else going to say that Becky and Sasha are going to get this. They're going to win. Now, I think they're going to have their bumps. I think it's going to be almost like what we saw with Team Hell No back when Daniel Bryan and Kane teamed up, where they clashed so much but somehow they pulled through and won and found that way to work together. Now, with that being said, I think that's going to eventually, right after the match is over, you're going to see them clash again. Because I don't think they're going to say it's a formed team. I think they're trying to finally break down the women's division outside of the teams, outside the stables, and let them shine as individuals. So I definitely do see Becky and Sasha winning this one and i pray we don't see the rear view in this match because i'm sorry that's the worst worst name for a finishing move in my opinion and not to mention she stole the move from mojo raleigh anyway well yeah there's that (laughs) all right so let's go to another non-title match real quick it's the clash of the titans we have ryback Big Show, the Demon King versus the Wyatt family. Eric, what do you think? I've got to ask, has there been a lot of build-up for this? It's come and go, hit and miss. Okay. 
mainly what happened, and here give a little background for people who also haven't gotten a chance to check it out. The Whites have basically mentioned that the big guys, the veterans, are like the titans of mythology, and they need to be taken out so the new young blood can truly shine. And that's what the Wyatt's goal here is to do, is to take out all the big names, all the veterans, so that the younger people can come in. It's almost like a face-ish move, but done in a heel fashion. And, of course, these like, three big guys are the ones who responded out of it. Like how the Wyatt family has always been, and like how the Wyatt family is just as great as they usually are. Let's face fact here. Braun Strowman is a monster, hands down. Luke Harper is one of, like, in my opinion, obviously, but Luke Harper is one of the meanest men I've ever seen. And like, even when he was an indie guy, when he was, a, uh, I think, uh, Brody, Brody Lee, um, when he was in the indies, he was mean too. Eric Rowan, Bray Wyatt, they're all fantastic. I, I really feel like here that Ryback, Show, and Kane have no chance. They're just basically getting fed to the, to the Lions. Now, I see it says right here on my little link I got pulled up a six-man tag. So, I mean, is it going to be Wyatt, Harper, Rowan? Rowan, Harper, Strowman? I don't know. Uh, probably going to be Wyatt, Harper, and Strowman. That's my vote. It's very possible. Uh, Robbie, what do you feel? All right, so basically from what Eric said, on Raw, they were trying to build this up so much that the main event of Raw this past Monday was Big Show versus Braun Strowman. I can't exactly remember who won that, but uh, that just shows how big up they're trying to build the match to make the main event on Raw based on a mid-card match that's going to be a fast one. And I think it's a good move, but I believe they should have made it maybe Ryback versus Strowman or Ryback versus Rowan or something like that. But on the fast line, I believe the Wyatts are going to continue their momentum going strong into WrestleMania. I believe they're going to take out these titans of WWE. And what's going to happen is they're going to go on to WrestleMania. Now, I believe Braun Strowman's going to win the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. And I think Bray Wyatt is going to have a match with Brock Lesnar because I believe it's the match is Strowman, Harper, and Rowan versus Ryback, Big Show, and Kane. And I believe what's going to happen is in the main event, Bray Wyatt's going to come out and cost Brock Lesnar the match. And that's basically just what I think is going to happen. Wyatt family's going to win, go on to WrestleMania with great momentum. Hmm. All right, and Brett? You know, I know there's been some uh, negative, uh, maybe some negative commentary about this match, and not just here. But, you know, as uh, one of the true heavyweights in the heavyweight division, um, I think the real winners here are going to be the fans. Uh, You know, I think the the only thing missing maybe is Mark Henry. Can we get him out there too? (laughs) (laughs) That'd be beautiful. (laughs) It'll be interesting to see what they do with the Wyatts. I mean, do they get Freebird rules before? Um, or, uh, you know, who, who the three are going to be. Um, I think the Wyatts are certainly going to go over here. Um, uh, I think the temptation is going to be to just have Strowman go in there and destroy everybody. But I think, you know, looking forward, I think it's important that, that 
if they keep this four pack together and don't push Harper and Rowan off as tag team uh, competitors, that 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 Bray establish himself or reestablish himself as the leader there. So um, I'm going to say that I, I think it's Bray that takes care of business at the end of this match, and that the Wyatts go over. All right. Before I give my prediction, I believe we may have our fourth guest who has shown up. Is Mr. Sage Ramsey? Is that you? Nope. Okay, it looks like it may not be him. Well, darn. So I'm going to treat you all with a special little treat of having Sage Ramsey. But I'll go ahead and give my little prediction here. So we got the classic veterans, three of the biggest titans. Well, Ryback, I guess you could call him a veteran. I still feel he's pretty young under the gun, but he has been a while. And we got the Wyatt family. I have always been a fan of Big Show. I like seeing Big Show go against Braun because Big Show's been there for 20 years or so. He's definitely a good guy to help bring people over. You know, if he's, if he's going to push anybody over, it might as well be another giant. He might as well be able to help that guy excel like all the other giants did in the past. So with that being said, I think we're going to see a good old clash again between Big Show and Braun. And... I honestly do think the Wyatts are going to take this. For once, I feel that they have a good storyline, a good purpose. You know, Bray Wyatt's not talking in cryptic anymore. He's not sitting there making me wonder what the heck is he talking about, and then I find out week before the pay-per-view, and by that time, I don't care anymore. He's actually made it pretty cut and dry, and he's made a really good target. So... I have to give this to the Wyatts, and I honestly feel like they need this, because if they don't go over on this one, it's really going to affect all four of their careers. They really kind of need this to keep the Wyatt family together. So, going with that, we have the Clash of Titans. The only other one that's in titanic proportions, I guess you could say, that's a non-title match is the Ayatollah of Rock and Rolla, Y2J, Chris Jericho, going against AJ Styles. Brent, how do you feel about this? Well, I mean, this is the match that everybody absolutely wanted in 2006. So um, I still love Jericho. I mean, I think he's great. And you can't say enough about AJ Styles. And I think you have to do this because here he is finally. But, um, you know, there's no doubt in my mind here that, they, that, that you know, Jericho has a kind of come-and-go uh, arrangement with the WWE these days, and uh, he's busy being a rock star, I guess. So I, I really think that he was brought back in this run for the express purpose of, of putting uh, Styles over for all the WWE fans. Uh, uh, I, I think that AJ will go over. I think that Jericho will look great, uh, but uh, I, I, you know, it's a dead end if, if uh, Jericho beats Styles here, and, and, and it was just absolutely pointless to even sign a contract with him. Thanks for letting me go first on that one, by the way. Hey, no problem. <laughs> Eric, what do you think? Okay, well, right off the bat, I'm going to say I'm not the biggest fan of either guy. Um, I'm not a fan of Chris Jericho because 
said he uh, he likes to go play Rockstar, which I guess, you know, it's whatever he wants to do. Uh, Dwayne left because he wants to go play Movie Star. You know, whatever. He likes to come and go to get the fat paycheck. I get it. AJ Styles, on the other hand, AJ is fantastic. He's a great... I mean, they're both really great performers. Jericho is fantastic. AJ Styles is fantastic. I'm not a big fan of AJ either, but, you know, going past that, um, you know, I saw highlights of their matches on Raw, uh, and, of course, I saw them at the Rumble, and uh, they're they're both... They both seem like they have a lot of good uh, chemistry between the two of them, and... I don't know. AJ has to take the win because, like Brett said, if if Jericho beats AJ Styles here, what was the point of even having the match? Uh, AJ's obviously got to go over because there's there's bigger and better things coming for AJ Styles. All right, and Robbie. All right, so I think AJ Styles is going to win this match. This is something that people have wanted. The WWE Universe has wanted AJ Styles to come to WWE for years now. I mean, they have been wanting it for a very long time, and they finally got it. And I believe this feud with Chris Jericho is just a test feud to kind of see how he does in the big leagues and to kind of see how the crowd reacts to a big feud like this, which I think they're reacting just fine. They love Styles. They love Jericho. And I believe what they're going to do at WrestleMania is put Styles maybe in an Intercontinental Championship match just to see how he does in a title match. Maybe even put the title on him. I don't know. We'll see at WrestleMania. But I think AJ Styles is going to win this match tomorrow night at Fastlane. All right. And I do have confirmation that we do now have the Sage Ramsey with us. Sage, how are you doing? What up, what up? All right, Sage, I'm going to have you go ahead and recap on the previous matches in a moment, but right now we're talking about Jericho and AJ Styles. What do you think? Um, I believe it's AJ Styles' time. Uh, I think he'll take this one. All right. And for me, I'm going to have to probably say AJ as well. I think, again, that Jericho is doing for AJ the same thing I feel Big Show is doing for... Braun, which is basically taking him under his wing, teaching him a few tricks. I mean, Grant, AJ's been around for a while. He's been an independent circuit. He's got his experience. He's paid his dues, but we're talking about the big leagues. So I think that Jericho's basically being that mentor for him. And I think that I could honestly see them also eventually becoming a really good tag team. Their tag team match was great. But I agree with everybody here that it's got to go to AJ. If AJ doesn't win this... It's an insult to him. And I mean, I'm a big fan of Y2J. But again, like you all said, if he doesn't win this, why would he sign a contract anyway? It would basically diminish all that he has for credibility. So I think we're all in agreement for AJ on this one. Um, okay, now that we got Sage here. Let's do a little bit of recap. I'm going to mention off the matches, Sage, and you tell me what you think. First of all, the United States Championship match, Kalisto versus Alberto Del Rio, two out of three falls. Um, honestly, I can see Kalisto uh, taking the first fall and uh, go ahead and capturing the third fall. All right, going for the Kalisto? Yep. All right, let's look at 
Becky Lynch and Sasha versus Naomi and Tamina. Uh, Becky Lynch and Sasha. All right. Let's see here. Clash of the Titans, Ryback, Big Show Kane versus the Wyatt family. Uh, I can see the Wyatt's taking this one by uh, DQ. Oh, going with disqualification. All right. I think that's the first one we heard off of that one. I think everybody else just had other different strats on it. Well, I, I see this one uh, continuing on to WrestleMania. Oh, okay. Carry on feud. That's a good idea. Yep. All right. And real quick, like, before we get to the next thing, I have to ask you this real quick, Sage. Are you still going by Sage Ramsey or just Ramsey? Well, I tried to go by Ramsey, but uh, every company I work for screws that up, so it's uh, pretty much whatever they call me now. Okay, I, just, I had to ask because last time I made my uh, review on a match and it had you in there, I mentioned you as Sage Ramsey because that's how I've always known you. And I had somebody actually, when I was talking about it, come across me and go, you know it's just Ramsey, right? <laughs> I was just going, okay, <laughs> let's well, talk to Sage about this. <laughs> so I figured you'd get a good laugh on that. Yeah, that's good stuff. All right, so we got three more to go here. Let's talk about the Intercontinental title, the prestigious title, as I like to call it. Kevin Owens just won it in a Fatal Five match, and now he has to go and defend it against Dolph Ziggler. What do you guys feel is going to happen here? Let's start with Sage Ramsey, or Ramsey, at rather. <laughs> well, you can call me anything, but wait for. <laughs> Um, honestly, they, they, they haven't been pushing Dolph like they should be. Uh, I see Owens taking this. And the only reason I see Owens taking this is because I, I strongly believe that AJ will win against Jericho and that'll put him and Owens at WrestleMania. Okay. I can see that. Uh, Eric, what about you? Okay. Well, I... My original thought for this is that this is the IWC's wet dream. But for the fact that I've heard that this match has been going on for the past month and a half, it uh, seems like every Raw, that's kind of been thrown down the drain. Um, this match has no stipulation or anything? Nope. It's just a straight-out match. Okay. Well, Owens will take it. And to go off of what Sage said, uh, Owens will take it and AJ will take it. It's just so that way they can have a Mania IC title match. And uh, Ziggler, hopefully, will be still relevant come WrestleMania. Ziggler is not getting pushed how he deserves. Uh, I'm. It's going to be a great match, nonetheless. I'm a big fan of both guys, but uh, Owens will take it. All right, and Britt? You know, count me as somebody who thinks that Ziggler's one of the best workers in the business, man. Um, the problem is, Ziggler is great when people are just beating the crap out of him. So uh, while I'm a great, a huge fan of Dolph Ziggler, I agree on the push that he, that he should be getting. Um, I, I just think he really, I mean, he generates whatever you want him to generate. He resonates with the crowd. Uh, unfortunately, the, 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 they gain nothing by putting uh, the IC strap uh, back on Jericho. Um, they, you know, really, I don't know what they gained uh, with Kevin Owens in there again other than proving that the WWE has not been able to develop talent, you know, in that niche. Um, so uh, I, I think this will be a great match. 
uh, with, I think the over-under on near falls is probably going to be eight. And, uh, you know, at the end of the day, pop up power bomb and uh, keep the belt with Kevin. All right. And the analyst, Robbie Leach. Now, I've been saying all along that Ziggler's going to win, but now I just started to think about it. Every match in the past that Ziggler and Owens have had that I can remember, Ziggler got the win over Owens. And I honestly am going to change my prediction now. I think Owens is going to win this one, go on to WrestleMania and face probably AJ Styles. See, I'm... This is one that I hate to say as well. There's, a, there's ones that I have to make a prediction, even though I hate it. I like Ziggler. Ziggler, like like Brent said, he's a hard worker. And he will do whatever to put whoever over. And he doesn't get the push he deserves, like everybody else said. Um, honestly, it's one of those things where it makes me wonder when Ziggler's going to say enough's enough when it comes to his contract and just be fed up with it all. But with that being said, I don't see them taking the belt away from Kevin Owens this quickly. I mean, granted, yeah, he just got it all of a sudden. But I feel that they're going to let him keep it. And Owens is a good wrestler. He's a great technical wrestler. He reminds me of partially like my hero, Bret Hart. Not trying to say he's anything as great as Bret, but he's got some more technical wrestling skills. Personality-wise, I'm not a big Owens fan, but I could see him keeping the belt. And if it does come to AJ Styles versus Kevin Owens for WrestleMania, that's going to be epic. So I'm going to agree with you guys. It's going to Owens. All right, Divas title. We have Brie Bella versus the dirtiest female player in the game, Miss Charlotte. All right, so let's start out with the analyst, Robbie Leach. What do you think? All right, so now a lot of people would think, and I'm kind of thinking this too, that Brie might win just because WWE Creative and WWE themselves have sympathy for Brie and Daniel Bryan because Daniel Bryan had to retire, and so they might put the Divas Championship on Brie Bella for that matter, but that would be stupid. Just because they feel bad for Daniel Bryan retiring, that's not a reason to put a belt on somebody. Thank so what you. What I think's going to happen is Charlotte is going to take home the win, either with her dad or herself, helping her get the win, cheating, whatever it might be, and then Charlotte goes on to WrestleMania for whatever feud they have planned for her there. All right. Uh, go ahead, Eric. You know, it, <clears throat> it's pretty much just like Robbie. Um, let's face facts here. If I could totally see WWE giving uh, the diva strap to Brie only because of Daniel Bryan. Let's face it, we've seen Brie right off of Daniel Bryan's coattails before when she feuded with Stephanie. She even stole his yes chant. I'm not the biggest fan of the Bella Twins by any means. Um, <laughs> that's just how it goes. Uh, it, it's it's going to be... I, I really hope that they're not going to... Uh, I really hope that they're not going to make Charlotte lose the belt already. I really hope that they're going to save it for Mania and that Fatal 4-Way that we talked about earlier. But Charlotte's going to win. Let's just really hope that Bree doesn't ride off of Daniel Bryan's coattails again. All right. And Ramsey. Hey, that's me. What's up? Um, I, I really see Charlotte taking this uh, with Flair's help. And I see... Uh, 
The only reason I see it because I want to see Charlotte and Becky Lynch at WrestleMania. Or All Sasha right. Banks. Alright, I can see that. Yeah. And I thought uh, I thought I'd read somewhere that um Bella was talking about retiring too. Really? Huh. Yeah. She's late too. Well, that's interesting. I haven't heard that one yet, but hey, I always have all the info. All right, Brent. Uh, yeah, here I, I think the match, um, uh, Charlotte wins this with help from uh, Dad. Um, I wouldn't be surprised to see, you know, her feet on the ropes with him holding them down or him, you know, um, the dirtiest player in the game is going to be involved. Uh, Charlotte wins. Uh, goes into WrestleMania uh, as the the champion, um, and and then that becomes a question. I mean, I think we, I think Bree's gone, um, and so you know the WWE is not going to cut short the sympathy she has. They're going to milk every single drop of it they can. Uh, so um, keep milking it, you know. And uh, I don't think we'll ever see Bree as a major player as she plays out what's left of her career. Um, as that takes it into maybe, uh, you know, the new season of Total Divas, I don't know. But uh, that's my prediction. All right. I'm going to go ahead and throw mine out here. I kind of want to see Bree win it only because I feel Bree's been under the spotlight too much. She's been overshadowed by her sister, and her sister, in my opinion, is not as talented as Bree. I think Bree's more talented. But I also agree that she's been kind of riding along on Daniel's whole thing, like you guys said, the coattails and whatnot. I feel like they do have a lot to milk out of Brie right now, for lack of a better phrase. I feel kind of dirty saying it that way, but they've got Daniel's retirement. They've got Nikki injured. So Brie's all by her lonesome. Do I think Bree has the ability to do something with this? Yeah, sure. Do I think it's going to happen? No. Fastlane is not the ideal place for a title to change hands, especially a major title. And in my opinion, the Divas title might as well be considered a major title because it's the only title really that the women go after. We don't have a China here anymore going after the IC title or whatever. So... I think it's staying with Charlotte. I originally was thinking Brie, but the more and more I look at everything, it would be stupid of the company as a whole to sit there and do that to Charlotte and do that to themselves. The fans would go nuts. And I know we're doing an audio recording here, but I want to laugh because we have actual (laughs) video footage here for us to all talk to each other. And Ramsey is showing off my business card with the sleeper hole podcast and anything else. And I'm trying my hardest here not to break and start laughing while I'm talking about my prediction. If I was a manager still, he'd probably easily make me break character. So I got to give props on that one real quick. That's what I do, man. That's what I do. I saw his video. He's sitting there making faces in the camera. I just start chuckling. I know. I'm I'm sitting here trying not to break here. And this is great. So... Definitely have to talk about breaking character one of these times to have Sage on there, just so we can have a good old laugh. All right, main event. Oh, I can tell you a whole bunch of stories about breaking character. <laughs> now, I'm making sure I hold you to that for that episode. All right, main event. We have Ambrose 
Reigns, and Lesnar in a triple threat. Winner goes against Triple H for the championship title at WrestleMania. Now, before we do predictions, I'm going to give everybody a good laugh. Um, back when we first started the whole Sleeper Hole podcast, I had joked a lot on the community forums like Facebook, Twitter, and everywhere else I chat at about how I had a drinking game when it came to Paul Heyman. And basically what it was is anytime he mentions Brock Lesnar or some type of nickname or alias for Brock Lesnar, you take a drink. Now, if he starts to go on a rant and a rave, like the reigning, defending, yada, 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 Brock Lesnar, you chug until he shuts up. <laughs> Let me tell you, that's probably the dumbest move I ever did. It was fun until one time I completely polished a complete bottle because Paul Heyman wouldn't shut up. That's a lot to chug in one time. But that's just a good humor, because I've always said I would share that drinking game with the audience. Don't, Challenge, I don't, accepted. Challenge accepted. <laughs> like I said, I, I don't recommend I it for everybody, <laughs> but it's, it's a goofy, fun thing to do sometimes. Because let me tell you, Paul Heyman knows how to work that mic. And he says Brock Lesnar so many times, especially when he's holding the title, that you can't easily make a drinking game out of it. But with that yeah. being said, Count we have Curdy. a triple threat. Triple threat. Lesnar, Ambrose, Reigns. Eric, go for it. Oh, man. Who do, who do you pick, though? Because, okay, 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 so... Dean is obviously the most it is obviously the most over out of everyone. The fans went absolutely bonkers when it was just him and uh Hunter at the end of the triple or at the wow, at the end of the rumble. Yeah. Could, yeah. Roman I think will be the obvious choice from corporate because I mean he he has been since day 1 I feel. But then you got Lesnar I don't feel like Lesnar is going to win at all. I, 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 I don't know. I feel like uh, there's going to be something there between him and someone else. If it's Bray Wyatt, if it's uh, this uh, other feud I keep hearing about between him and Kevin Owens, I have no idea when that's going to show up, if it even will. I kind of doubt that one. Um, my pick would be Dean. As I, I really want WWE champion Dean Ambrose, and I really want Dean versus Triple H in like a street fight or something at Mania. But thinking like a WWE corporate, it'll probably be Roman. All right. So you're going for Roman? Unfortunately, yes. All right. Ramsey, what you thinking? Um, I'm going to have to go with uh, Reigns and Triple H. I think this is going to play out uh, bigger... Bigger than what we were actually thinking. If WWE pulls it right, I mean, the fans want Dean Ambrose, but WWE doesn't do what the fans want. <laughs> really. I mean, what they do eventually, but they don't do it right now. Um, and if if anything, I, I'm thinking we might be able to see Lesnar Undertaker too at WrestleMania. That'd be interesting. All right. so I'm, I'm thinking that's what's going to happen with Lesnar. Is we're right here, we're knocking on WrestleMania's door. I think Undertaker's going to step up, and something's going to go down there, and uh, we're going to see Ambrose and or not Ambrose, but uh, 
Reigns and Triple H. Okay. Uh, Brett, what are you thinking? So this is weird. I have almost the exact same line of thinking as Eric, but I come up with a different, uh, different answer. <clears throat> and here's my thing: if I believe that the WWE uh, had a conscience and and would right wrongs, I think it'd be Reigns. You know, he got got stuck a little bit a year ago. I'll never forget the booze. <laughs> um, so he may Reigns may find himself as in the unenviable position of being at the almost right place at the almost right time. Dean Ambrose is just so over right now. Um, and, God, wouldn't you love to see some kind of Ambrose-Triple H feud? I, I think that would be absolutely unbelievable. So um, if I were to believe that somewhere karma works things out, you know, I would I would say it's Roman Reigns' time a year too late. Um, you know, there's no Daniel Bryan to put him in a backseat to anymore. Uh, but I think what's going to happen is the WWE is going to ride a horse into the ground, and I think right now that horse might be Dean Ambrose. All right. Analyst, what are you thinking? All right, so since Roman Reigns won the WWE Championship, like the last straw of the year, was it? Something like that. Ever since he won the championship, I knew they were doing Roman Reigns versus Triple H at WrestleMania. Then Triple H, Then they make the Royal Rumble. I thought Triple H was going to win, and then they made it for the WWE title. I said they better not let Reigns win whatsoever. Triple H did win, and I kept thinking, up until this past Monday, it's going to be Roman Reigns versus Triple H. Well, Dean Ambrose lost the Intercontinental Championship, and they couldn't have done that just because they wanted to. He has to be going somewhere big if he lost the Intercontinental Championship. And I'm thinking it's either going to be Reigns or Ambrose. I'm more leaning towards Ambrose um, because... Like I said, they took the Intercontinental Championship off of him for a reason. And someone, I think it was Eric or Sage, said something about The Undertaker going in there after uh, Lesnar or something. I think The Undertaker, I read that The Undertaker is going against somebody who's not currently on the WWE active roster. So I don't know what that could mean. I mean... If Dean doesn't win, I'd like to see Dean versus The Undertaker WrestleMania or maybe Roman versus The Undertaker. Um, but anyway, I think Dean's going to win this Sunday, tomorrow, and go on to WrestleMania, win the championship, and have a great run as the WWE champion. Okay, bouncing off of all you guys. First of all, just to play devil's advocate first, the only reason why they would also take that belt away from Dean is because what's more dangerous than a man who has nothing left to lose? So you got to think of it that way. Secondly, to play off of all you guys, what would be better than seeing another crazy guy holding the title? Think about when he stole it from Seth Rollins. It was all around, um, what was it, Louisiana, and showing off the, the title with the public. That was great for uh, Ambrose. And I think the last time we really had a nut job who had the title was, like, Mankind. But analyzing everything here, you have the Beast. I don't think it's his time to go back for the title. Plus, him and Triple H have already had their feud. Been there, done that. We all should have the t-shirt for it. 
I see him being eliminated out either by the Wyatts because they targeted him at Royal Rumble or he just somehow gets too focused on one thing or another. Roman Roman finally got over when he snapped and attacked Triple H. When he snapped and Superman punched Vince McMahon. So Roman has had his time to shine. And we've seen that he showed, has does have a defiance. So, I mean, that was great for Roman. I don't see Roman winning it either. I see possibly... Lesnar reigns too at WrestleMania because of how well it went over last WrestleMania, and those two put on a hell of a show. I could see that again, and I think that'd be great. I'm definitely going for the lunatic fringe, Dean Ambrose, and this was even before he lost his IC title, only because they've been playing him as getting beat to a pummel and basically being nothing but a bag of bones from the wrath of Brock Lesnar and now the goons of Paul Heyman, which is the Dudley boys. I honestly see Dean Ambrose with his resilience, his endurance, even when we think we need to count him out somehow, some way coming back and winning this match and then going against triple H. Do I think he'll beat the game? I don't know. I hope so. Because I think it'd be funny to see somebody that charismatic and that crazy holding the title. But the WWE is not always known. Like I think Sage said, the WWE is not always known for giving us what the fans want. They tend to do it eventually. But by the time they do it, we're all kind of fed up with them anyway. So who knows? But I'm going to definitely root for Ambrose on this one. So that's the card. Anybody have any final thoughts on this? No, uh, I, I don't. Um, it'll be exciting to watch. Um, I always like to lead up to WrestleMania. Uh, you know, uh, I will say one thing. We talked about that pre-show segment, um, and I'm just going to disagree with, with Eric. I think, I think the New Day as a whole is better than the sum of its parts. I don't think any of those guys were going anywhere before they got together and started on a trombone and started talking about unicorns. <laughs> I think that was more so me as well, because I looked at them as individuals and I thought they were great, but as a team, I think they could be a great team. Like when they first talked about it, I thought they had great potential, but this goofy comedic tag team thing, I just can't get behind. I really can't. I, I'm watching, I'm watching Ramsey here and I think he should be the fourth member of the new day. If you're, if you have his video, I mean, this, he, he is quite comical. <laughs> man, New Day rocks. I'm in. <laughs> man, I'll tell you what. Around when uh, New Day first got to round together, I wasn't a big fan of them because I did, it, it was different. I don't know. I didn't know how I felt about it, and not, not to mention they were trying to do that whole second uh, Nation of Domination crap. But, man, I'll tell you what. Ever since they started the whole gyrating, talking about booty with the unicorn crap, I I love it. I, I love them. They are great. I, I can't I can't help it. I, I'm really glad that they're tag team champions right now. It's one of those things that I can't get behind, especially with the booty jokes. I think that's the main thing that gets me is the booty jokes. <laughs> but I can't unacknowledge them. You know what I mean? 
I can't yeah, sit yeah. here and not give them credit. They are really good at what they do. And what they do is provide entertainment, good matches, and find a way to always win. Now, I do think it's ridiculous that they're not defending their title this pay-per-view, but that's just me with the traditional 30-day rule title defense. So. Well, we could go off of what Robbie said, and uh, there could be a tag, an impromptu tag team match with Enzo and Cass. And I'll tell you what, I'd pop hard How for you that. Doing? I love Enzo and Cass. How you doing? That's all I can say about that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, I don't... I don't know about all of you, but I mean, this is kind of just off-topic whatsoever. But, you know, I'm going to see the fallout kind of in two weeks from tomorrow when I go to WWE Live in Moline, Illinois. You know what? Quiet, you. Yeah, brag all you want, <laughs> Rob. <laughs> all right. Before we close this out, we got a few more minutes. I'm just going to ask this one simple question. What two people do you see coming up to the main roster next from NXT. Sage Brent first. Young and Sage Ramsey. You <laughs> <laughs> have to be signed to NXT first. Ramsey, no, what are you thinking? That's the beauty about Sage Ramsey. He doesn't even have to get signed to NXT. He's just going to be bumped right up to the main roster. Oh, Come on, <laughs> Rob. <laughs> like AJ Styles kind of deal. Okay. <laughs> I, All right. Somebody said Enzo and Cass. That's are they? They're not up yet, are they? No, they're not, not up the main roster yet. I, seems like a pretty good call to me. I'm going to cop out and take somebody else's already answer. <laughs> All right. <laughs> hey, I'm going to go with my hugger Bailey. Come on, where is she at? Right. Thank you. I am all about bringing Bailey up. Hell yeah, she's ready. She is definitely ready. I think she's enjoying the mentorship, and she's mentoring and getting new people trained up. But I do think it's time to bring her into the big leagues because she will definitely bring a whole new level. Just like Amen. that. Also, I feel if we saw Balor in the main roster, even not permanently, but at least for a match or two, I would love to see Balor there once he recovers. But... I understand also why they keep him down at NXT because they really do help elevate people currently. All right, guys. Thank you so much for being part of the show, getting this thing uploaded tonight. You all, I know at least three of you guys are going to be at the PWA show. I believe all four of you will be there. Definitely be safe. Have great matches, great shows. I do, I? You're, Sage, you got something else going on, don't you? Uh, yeah, I'm drinking beer. <laughs> Are you talking about tomorrow night? Ramsey's like, I, I'm not going to that. I'm drinking beer. I'm going to play some stuff from WWE Network and try out that Paul Heyman challenge. <laughs> Case, I, you know, that doesn't sound bad. <laughs> We're all going to get a message from Ramsey later on on Facebook saying, Tried the Paul Heyman challenge. I need to get another case of beer. I can't feel my fingers. I'm wrong, but he's preparing hard for his match against Guy Smith for the title in a week. Hey, that's going to be a heck of a match. All Looks right. like 
you look good in ring shape with that uh, Pabst Blue Ribbon. At least it can. All right, gentlemen, you all take it easy. Thank you for being my guest, and I will see you guys next time. Thank Thanks, you, Thank you for listening to the Sleeper Hold Podcast. Don't forget to visit our website at thesleeperhold.com, comment on episodes, read our blog, find information about our quarterly charity, and more. See you next week.